The Bible says in the beginning there was nothing, but there was the word. And this word was with God. And God was the word. Ah, and then the word began to do things. Then the Bible says, and the word became flesh. Mm. It says, and when the word became flesh, it says it was full of grace and truth. It is important. Sometimes people, they just uh, uh, think it's enough to receive Jesus. And no, actually John had a school of prayer to a level where the disciples of Jesus, they taught Jesus. They said, oh, John has a school of prayer. He says, we too teach us how to pray. So it is important to understand that prayer is very vital. For example, I'm going to just show you something. For example, you are, you see, we have people who think they have to be in the spirit for them to see something in the spirit. But I don't believe that. I believe that right now you are already in the spirit. Now, for example, one animal appears in your mind. Now, for you, you will think it is in your mind, yet it is in your spirit. Now, that has to be there. The acceptance that it is not your mind, but your spirit, it has to be there. So for you to be successful in the things of the spirit, you have to know you are in the spirit. The Bible says, for God is not in any other form. The Bible says, for he is in the spirit. Now, if, if you want God, then you do not have to operate from your mind. But you must operate in the spirit. For God is the spirit. Now, when God is dealing with you where you are sitting... The Bible speaks of how the spirit deals with your spirit. It is the spirit that quickeneth. Uh, are, are you here? It is the spirit that giveth life. It is the spirit. Now, when we are dealing with the supernatural or the things of the spirit, why others fail? It is because they bring their mindset or they bring themselves into the scene. And now, the moment you do that, you fail. Because you are already in the spirit. The day you received Jesus as your Lord and your personal Savior, you came into the spirit. The Bible says you have come unto Mount Zion, the city of the living God. You are not going there. You have come. So when you receive Jesus, you have come in this place. Now, for example, as I said to you, you see, there are numbers. I can tell you right now, think of any number. That number that can come in your spirit, I can prophesy by that number. Because that number has been picked in the spirit. And you must understand that God was involved in the creation of numbers. The Bible says on the first day, God did this. Second day, third day, fourth, fifth. So people eventually, when they began to have a, a, a revolution in education, when they began to learn numbers, they were not making them. It was not their innovation. They didn't make numbers. They only went and tapped of the things which were already created. And they began to discover things of God, like numbers. Because the Bible says on the seventh day, God rested. But who, who was there? Who made the numbers? We eventually in history began to learn how Aristotle and all these Jathropas and all these wise men began to discover numbers and uh, all these things. Yet in the Bible, God had already made these numbers. Now, now, but people began to get into the spirit realm and began to download, which was already created. 
Now, that which is called innovation, it's already there. Anything is already there. So people just download what was already created, what was already there. Now, as I did mention to you, that all the numbers that you know in the world, they have got something they represent. For example, we talk of three. We talk of seven. They represent the perfection. We all speak, these are the numbers of God. But, but have you ever thought of other, other numbers? Now, when you are praying, for example, sometimes you see in your spirit, not, not in your mind, but in your spirit, which when you begin to understand these things, you begin to understand that you are not in your mind, but you are in your spirit. You pick up a number. Like, for example, all, all my intercessors who have been uh, 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 going through the training, I've been teaching them almost every night, they know exactly. If I tell them, but what does even this color mean in the spirit? They will tell you the meaning of the color. Actually, what I'm wearing right now, they can tell that they, what the prophet is wearing, only what he's wearing, this is what is saying to us in the realm of the spirit. No, you didn't hear me. So we have got people who just wear, who put on color, just put on a hallelujah. And they don't even know that their own color they're wearing can be prophesying against them. And there are moments where you put on some clothes. And, <laughs> and I'll be coming here like this and I'll be ministering to you. Only the color is it's having a prophetic language. The Bible says he who is natural is natural. He who is spiritual is spiritual. That's it. So when you begin to learn and understand the prophetic languages, you see, I want people to understand the prophetic language, signs, symbols, colors, languages, you know, how to intercede for a lost person, a lost home, a broken marriage. How do you intercede for these things? How do you operate in the prophetic realm? How do you manifest the glory? How do you speak the language? So we have people who are in the church, but they have not learned the language of God. Now, I'm going to give you a scripture, for example, and I will tell you the meaning of it. I, I did mention to you. For example, pick of anything in your spirit. Now, when you are praying sometimes, or you are dreaming, you have just seen a leopard. Like, oh, I saw a leopard. Or I saw a jackal. Now, you, you may not understand what it means. Or when you're reading the Bible here, and you, you come across a scripture which speaks of a beast, and you'll be having people speaking of how the Bible speaks, how in the last days there will be a beast. Yeah, this beast will be so dangerous. And, and when you, but when you read the Bible, they actually the beast which is mentioned in most of the scriptures in the book of Revelation, it is a cow. Now, a cow is also called a beast. Now, it is a cow. And what does a cow represent? Now, when you read in the scripture, you find out that a cow represents a government. Or it represents a kingdom. Now, when I read my Bible here in the book of Revelation, and then I come across a scripture where it is speaking of a beast, then I begin to understand that, oh, when the Bible says, and I saw a beast rising, now I begin to understand that God is saying there will be a kingdom or a government that will rise. Now, when I begin to understand the meanings of what God is saying, then I begin to grow in the things of the Spirit. Why Christianity is fading others is because they are fading it. It's like people want to do the opposite. There is no scripture where the Bible says sinners must go to the church. 
The Bible says the church must go to the sinners. You didn't hear me. <laughs> but you see, we always think the opposite. We always think sinners must come to the church. No, God says the church must go to the sinners. So sometimes we do not understand how God wants us to operate. That's why people be like this. And a man of God and pastors will just be like, hallelujah, we, we, our church is not growing. No, God wants the church to go where sinners are. Not sinners living in the streets coming to church. No, we go to them. When they receive Jesus, they'll come to church. Now, I want to say something here that is very important. Now, in the scripture, I will show you something. In the book of Jeremiah 5, verse 6, the Bible says, Wherefore a lion out of the forest shall slay them, and a wolf of the evenings shall spoil them. A leopard shall watch over their cities. Everyone that goes out thence shall be torn in pieces, because their transgressions are many, and their backslidings are increased. Now, I want you to count the names and, and the number of animals which are mentioned there. Now, go back to scripture. The Bible says, wherefore, number one lion that is mentioned there. Number one is what? Lion. lion. And number two says what? A wolf. A wolf. A wolf. Number three? A leopard. Now, uh -huh. then we go. What will they do? These animals. It says, it's a, it says these animals will attack their cities. Okay? Now, when you read that scripture and you do not understand or you have not learned what God is saying or you do not understand the prophetic language, if you do not understand the language there, you'll be thinking of, oh, so there will be, you'll be having a picture. The Bible says a wolf, a lion, and a leopard. The Bible says these three animals who attack their cities. It says because of their sin. And because of their backslidings. These three animals who attack their cities. Now, what does a lion mean there? Does it mean a lion will really come in the city and begin to eat people physically? No. What does a wolf represent there? Now, I'm going to just take one animal there, a leopard. What does a leopard represent in the spirit when a person you're praying or you pick up a leopard? If I look at you and I see a leopard, just a leopard, just look at you like this and I see a leopard. What is God saying about you? Or if I'm praying for a particular thing and then I pick up a leopard, what is God saying? So when the Bible says that these animals will attack their cities, it does not mean like real these animals will come physically and begin to attack their cities. Now, a leopard represents a demonic spirit that looks beautiful, but there is an attack behind. You didn't hear me. A leopard is one of the most beautiful animals in the bush, in the forest. When you are moving in the forest and you see a leopard in the tree, you will be attracted to say, what, what, what is that? And you'll be going closer and it will attack you. So when the Bible speaks of a leopard, it represents something that looks attractive. But behind it, the enemy is watching over you to attack you. A spirit 
that watches over you. It brings you all the beauty. Now, if one time I was praying for a certain guy, okay, I was praying for a certain guy, and when I, I was about to put my hand over him like this, I saw a leopard, and I stopped. I said, listen, I said, there is a certain opportunity that has opened for you. It looks so amazing. I said, but there's an attack. He said, Papa, I just got a job in Dubai. I said, listen, I said, that I'm not seeing it right. I said, it's not an opportunity. There's an attack behind it. The man thought I was joking. The guy thought I was just talking. In fact, it was a scam. There was no job in Dubai. And the man, it, was, it looked so amazing. It looked so attractive. But there was what? There was a leopard spirit. There are so many relationships that they look fine. But there's a leopard. So when you pick a leopard, oh, now, for example, let me just show you something here. Okay? Now, when you check your Bible, if you look in the book of, um, let me show you Isaiah 11, verse 6. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 6. It says, the wolf, Isaiah 11, verse 6, also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid. Okay? If you check, those three animals will appear there again. We, we saw them in Jeremiah. We see them again in Isaiah. It says, and the wolf also shall dwell with the lamb. Okay? What is a wolf? Jesus speaks of the wolf again in the New Testament. He speaks what the wolf represents. When we speak of a leopard, the Bible says it, it will actually sit with the kid. Hmm. Watch this. Go to the book of Habakkuk. Quickly. Habakkuk. Chapter 1 verse 8. It says, their horses also are swifter than the leopards and are more fierce than the evening wolves. They are all mentioned there. Okay? What are these animals representing? And I want you to see something here because you see, there are these spirits in families. There are demonic spirits in families tonight. We have to make them check out. No, you didn't hear me. I said there are some demonic leopards. We have to make them check out. You see, when I'm commanding demons, I say, come out. You see some manifestations of certain people. And you, you just be thinking a person is manifesting. But actually, every demon will manifest according to the spirit behind. As I did mention to you, sometimes the spirit will not manifest. It does not mean there's no spirit there. And as I did mention to you, sometimes the spirit may not be in you as a person, but it could be in your children or in your career or in anything that you do. I have no problem with you. You may have no demon inside of you, but this spirit may attack something. So you're going to have a person who says, every time I see opportunities opening for me, but when I go for them, they close. It's not the close. You are dealing with the demonic spirit of a leopard. It always comes as a good opportunity. When you pursue it, it attacks you. So you're going to have people who say, 
Every time I put my effort in something, I put something to, and then it pays out. It's not like that. You are dealing with a demon. The Bible says in Jeremiah 5 6, it says a leopard watches over its prey. So a leopard, will, if, 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 if you check how a leopard will attack the prey, it, 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 it attacks without you knowing it. It watches over its prey. Now, it's a serious attack of the enemy. Some of you already attacked by it. You're in church right now. When you say pray, you'll be praying. And you actually are thinking what is happening in front of you. It is an opportunity. Yet it's a leopard. It's a serious leopard. Hiding to attack. And you think it's an opportunity. Until you begin to learn. And this is why I've told you that. You see, I want to train you. To show you what does this spirit mean, this animal mean. I want to show you on deliverance. How do we do this? How do we intercede with this? You cannot see what you do not know. The reason why some of you, your visions are closed is because you do not know the meanings of the things you need to know their meanings. Are you here? When you check the book of Jeremiah chapter 1. From verse 11, it speaks on God came to Jeremiah and he said, what do you see? He said, I see a road of an almond tree. Oh, you didn't hear me. Do you have almond in your country? You'll find that there is no almond in your... Oh, we don't have almond in Malawi just to start with. So, I don't know almond tree. So God would not show me what I don't know. Because I would say, I saw a tree, but I don't know it. So God will show you what you know. So all the prophets in the Bible, none of them said they saw a river in Kenya. They all saw what they were familiar with. They said, I saw the river of Jordan. I saw the, the river, your friends. I saw this. So what you know is what God will show you. Amen. So even if right now you see a lion in a vision, will you interpret it? So how will you see what you do not know? So you must know these things. So when you read the Bible there, when the Bible says, and their cities will be attacked by a leopard, you'll be thinking a proper leopard. No, God was saying that Israel will receive a demonic attack whereby people in Israel, they'll be looking at opportunities as opportunities. Yet those opportunities, there will be attacks behind those opportunities. God will punish them with a spirit. God will allow the demonic spirit that should come upon Israel to a level whereby a man will look at a woman like this and then love her only to be hurt at the end of the day. A woman will look upon a guy and think this is it. And the woman will and, 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 and the man will disappoint the woman at the end of it. The spirit of a leopard. So when you are dealing with these spirits, symbols, when you read in the Bible, just be thinking, oh, so God was saying Israel will be attacked by a lion, will be attacked by a wolf. No, they were not animals you know. These are figurative statements. 
which God will use in order to describe what he means in the spirit. So you must begin to learn them and to, to know them. So when I look at you like this, Papa, pray for me. I look at you like this and I say, Leopard, I exactly know what I'm dealing with with you. I ask you, are you, are you, are you having a relationship? Be like, yes, Papa. I'm like, mm, oh, okay. Papa, I, I'm looking for direction. Uh, what, what, what is it? You see, just looking at you, I may pick something. So the problem is, we have people who want to be in the spirit. Are you following or you are being followed? How many are following? And I want you to see this. In, in Jeremiah 13 verse 23, just check that. In Jeremiah 13 verse 23, can the Ethiopian change his skin? Or the labor in his spots? It's a simple question. The answer is no. So when we are dealing with a spirit of a leopard, we are dealing with a spirit that you, you see when a person is attacked by this demon, no matter how you may tell them to say, can you stop this? Or this, this direction you're taking is wrong. They will not listen to you. It's one of the most serious spirits we're dealing with. I'm telling you, when a person goes under this spirit, I remember one, one time I was dealing with this, and, and, and normally I don't speak to people, you know? So there was a person who had this spirit. Hmm. And she was one of the people working in my office. And there was a spirit working over her life that every time the spirit would come upon her, she would look at something as an opportunity. Even if I say, that is not an opportunity. You see, these people, they'll end up thinking people are jealous of them. So she was in my office. And, and she came to me and she said, oh, my father, I got a breakthrough. I said, okay. I said, what, what's the breakthrough? She said, hey, my father, you don't believe it. I said, I will not believe it, me. <laughs> she said, if I tell you now. I said, what is it? She said, there is just a big breakthrough that has opened for me. I said, what is it? She said, there is um, a certain Man of God. I said, mm-hmm. She said, this man of God said, I should go and help him in the ministry. And he's going to do everything for me. I said, whoa. Wow. I said, but God, you see when she was talking that, I saw a leopard. When she was talking that. And I said, but God is showing me a different thing. I said, looks well, but I see an attack over this. She said, no, Papa. My spirit in fact, I came here so that you can release me. I said, ah. She said, my spirit. My spirit. After I prayed, my spirit has agreed. So all I want is you, my papa, 
to bless me and release me. I said, I'm not going to do that. So she just left. She began to post on YouTube, I mean on Facebook, to say some people are jealous of other people's success. It's time to move on. I said, ah. <laughs> the Bible says, can a leopard change its skin? When you are attacked by this spirit. The Bible says, I said, ah. Somebody came to me and said, ah, Papa, what's happening? I said, what's wrong? I said, with your daughter. I said, what's happening? He said, Papa, her status says, I said, oh, what status? So he showed me. Post, post there. It's time to say goodbye. Some certain people, why don't you just go? What, what, what? You see, when you are under attack of a demon, the Bible actually says, because of your backsliding, I will send you a... <clears throat> when this spirit comes on people, they actually think... They want to even teach you. They think what they're doing is right. They think you're wrong. He says, I will send. This, said, these demons who attack their cities. The people of Israel began to make errors. Thinking they're right. And then you get attacked. A demon of a leopard. So, I said, oh, okay. I said, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Don't, don't mind her, leave her. Oh, these people. I said, hey. I'm telling you. Attacks. Over attacks. Against our ministry. And I said nothing. Attacks over attacks. And the person went into the so-called ministry. After two months, she was stored there. That she's not welcome anymore. By the wife of the pastor. He said, you. I want to tell you. I don't want, I don't see you in my ministry. The next thing, the leadership. Everyone has attitude towards her. And the man of God too says, no, I think you're not welcome in our ministry. So she came back. You see, when people come back, they think they'll just come back on their position where they were. So she came back. Uh, my father, you know, uh, I don't know. Papa, pray for me. Uh, I want my position back. I said, eh? <laughs> I said, just like that. <laughs> I said, eh, Papa. I said, what happened? She said, no, Papa, there, when I went there, I went through attacks. I, went, I said, no, unfortunately, in the kingdom, there's a principle which you posted on your status. You said it's time to move on. I said, we too, we moved on. <laughs> a leopard spirit. The woman had a destiny. She had a calling to save in the house. She lost it. And now, let me say, let me say this thing to you. Until today, she's regretting. She was attacked by a demon. A spirit of a leopard. Beautiful. But behind it, there's an attack. A serious attack. So when we are in prayer, when we teach, when we teach in, in the school of prayer, prophecy, intercession, that's where we begin to learn how to interpret things, figures, symbols, how to understand the Bible.